You're listening to VO Stories, episode 58. I'm your host, Tina Zaremba. Here's a question. What comes up for you when you hear the word marketing? That's what we're talking about. What's the story you tell yourself when you hear that word? For the longest time, mine was, I'm a creative, not a business person, and marketing is icky, like used car salesman icky. I'm just going to work over here on my craft and making my voiceover demos better. And you know what happened when I told myself that story for my voiceover business? (laughs) Nada. Nothing zilch. I was swimming in helplessness and blame. It was when I changed the way I viewed marketing that work became more consistent and I felt better. I felt empowered. So here's what I did and continue to do. First, I joined an all-gal mastermind group. All these women had various backgrounds, but all were entrepreneurs and were smart. I was encouraged by this group to step out of my comfort zone and reach out to my clients to meet them for a coffee or lunch. What? Meet people in person? I hide away in a closet booth. You want me to leave my little hovel? Well, I did eventually. Seriously, if it wasn't for these women cheering me on, I probably would have taken a lot longer. I think the first person I asked for a coffee was my sister. I kid you not. But she's a producer, so that sort of counts. Second, actually, there really isn't a specific order here since everything helped in terms of me embracing marketing. So next, I got educated. As I mentioned, I never really looked at myself as a business person, and I needed to learn some things. I attended conferences like VO Atlanta and took classes online and in person that focused on the business aspect of voiceovers and business in general. One of the individuals I've learned from is Mark Scott. He's not only an accomplished voiceover talent in his own right, but also the founder of VOpreneur, a business that supports other VO talent in thriving with their voiceover business. Listen in as Mark shares how he began to approach his marketing within his own voiceover career. Basically what I did when I made the decision to start marketing myself, I decided to go back through and I looked at my my work history. So I looked at the last two years worth of jobs that I had booked off of the casting sites. Cause at that point, that was basically the only place I was booking. So I went back through and I looked at them and then I kind of just waited out, you know, where, where's the bulk coming from? What is the number one genre? What is the number two genre? And for me, explainer videos was, was where it was at. That was at the time, that was what I was crushing. And so I said, all right, well then for now, I'm going to just focus exclusively on marketing myself to explainer video companies. I just, picked a lane. And I didn't turn away other work, obviously, if other opportunities came in in other genres, but just kind of focus my effort into one direction as uh, from marketing, rather than trying to, you know, focus it in 20 different directions, which in, in my opinion, isn't as effective. I spent a lot of time really focused on explainer videos, built up a, a really solid client base for myself in the explainer video market, and then started shifting my focus a little bit more towards e learning and marketing towards e learning and trying to build a, a client base towards e learning. I like how Mark got specific. He narrowed down his focus for marketing. He wasn't throwing everything at the wall to see what sticks, which I think is what we as talent sometimes do. We're told we have to be versatile and be able to work in many different areas of voiceovers to make a living. Perhaps there's some truth in that. However, in the beginning, when you're building your career, there's something to be said for becoming an expert in one VO space. Maybe it's e-learning, commercials explainer videos like Mark. And if you're just starting out and don't have enough bookings to look at to see where you can focus your marketing efforts, 
I recommend looking at what's a natural fit for you. What suits your voice and what do you like doing? I have a friend in voiceovers who always had a dream to be a live announcer. I mean, we all have to have dreams, and that was hers. She did not live in L.A. where a lot of the big live announce work happens, and at the time did not have big representation. However, she did have a strong desire. So in the beginning, she focused on one lane that wasn't live announce, built up some clients in the e-learning and explainer video space, and still held on to her vision to live announce. She began to do some live announce gigs here in New York and eventually moved to L.A. Now she's voicing these major national live announce gigs. It wasn't overnight, but it happened. Now, remember when I told you earlier I started making coffee dates to meet with clients and how terrifying that was for me? That was actually intentional. Because even though I was terrified of meeting clients or talking to prospective clients, I truthfully like to connect with people. I like talking on the phone and hearing what people are up to in their world. I like helping others. I would not say I'm a complete extrovert because when I first meet someone, I don't know, I'm usually pretty shy. However, I genuinely enjoy connecting with human beings and solving their problems if I can. Mark Scott, on the other hand, is different. Here's how he decided what his marketing tactic would be. I always say play to your strengths. If, if you're a cold caller, cold call. If you're an in-person networker, then in-person network. And I am a hardcore introvert, and so I am an emailer. And so I just worked on email systems and you know I sent thousands of emails and and the first the first couple thousand were total crap and you know just as you as you send the emails and you're not seeing the results that you want to see I just you know like anything else I just okay well what am I doing wrong how do I make it better and so I just do the work right do the research try to learn and and kind of whittled it down till I finally found a, a a kind of a a basic sort of template that I could work off of that did seem to produce more results than anything else that I was doing. And from there, it's just, it's a numbers game. It's just reaching out to as many potential leads as you can on any given day or, or any given week. And the law of averages says that if you do that enough uh, and, and you do it well, that opportunity will find you, assuming you can actually do the work. I agree with him. You need to play to your strengths. Not just when looking at what area you'll focus on within voiceovers, but how you'll go about getting that work. Now, Tom Deere, the H is silent, the VO strategist, was kind enough to answer a question I had for him on marketing, which was, how can voiceover actors that squirm at marketing look at it differently? Here's what he had to say. One thing that I've done as a voice talent and marketer and marketing consultant is try to wrap my arms mentally around what marketing is. So it isn't as scary, for one thing, and two, so I understand what the heck it is and how I can actually do it effectively. So I define marketing as the art and science of developing meaningful relationships. So if you have the system of thought that it's about developing meaningful relationships, it gives it a very um, human quality. And marketing is a really a human quality. It's about, you know, creating engaging content that people like and engage in and respond to. And hopefully as a result of that, engage in your products and services that you're offering. So yeah, think about it as developing relationships, being personable, demonstrating your value without being a jerk and most importantly, it's about being a good human and collecting good humans. I like that Tom looks at marketing as developing relationships and demonstrating your value. The latter part of his statement, 
demonstrating your value, I feel is often overlooked by us talent. If we don't know our own worth, that we have something to offer and we matter, not because we're voiceover talent, but because we are human beings, how can we expect clients to see our value? Personally speaking, I had to do some work, a lot of work in this area. Folks, the amount of self-doubt not feeling worthy to be a high earner in the voiceover industry was a huge block for me, so much so that for a while, like a year, I spent more energy on releasing subconscious beliefs that were preventing me to fully shine than I did on marketing myself or auditioning. Truthfully, this is still a process, releasing beliefs that are not serving me. For those of you that are interested in how I did that and am doing this, I'll be sharing that in the next few months, some out-of-the-box ways I began to step into my value. So if I was to sum up what has been the most effective marketing strategy for me, it would be releasing subconscious beliefs I held around my own worth and value, rewriting the story I had around marketing, becoming educated in marketing and what it means to be a business owner, and getting out of my comfort zone and meeting with various individuals, be it clients or potential clients. I mentioned in a prior podcast that one of the books that has made a huge impact in my life is Jen Sincero's You Are Badass. I'll close with two of my favorite quotes from her. You are perfect. To think anything less is as pointless as a river thinking that it's got too many curves or that it moves too slowly or that its rapids are too rapid. Says who? You're on a journey with no defined beginning, middle, or end. There are no wrong twists and turns. There is just being. And your job is to be as you as you can be. This is why you're here. To shy away from who you truly are would leave the world you less. You are the only you there is and ever will be. I repeat, you are the only you there is and ever will be. Do not deny the world its one and only chance to bask in your brilliance. And the second quote, there's nothing as unstoppable as a freight train full of fuck yeah. Thanks for listening in. Until next week, here's to owning our voices.